Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Good afternoon, everybody. John and Debbie Morris in studio with Integrity Training Systems today. We want to talk a lot about uh, foundation. We want to just kind of get right into this and talk to you guys about making sure you build a solid foundation in your life. And I think we were just talking about before we went live here that that is threefold. You know, that's going to be mind, body, spirit, which if you're someone that comes into our facility or is familiar with our podcasts or anything at all, you're going to recognize that that's really how we lead our business. You know, we, we don't just focus on the physical structure. We don't just focus on the mental structure. We don't just focus on the spiritual structure. They're all important, you know, and they actually work hand in hand with one another. And what I have found is if you have one that is lagging because it's outside of your control, Uh, The best thing you can do is strengthen your tent post in the other two areas. And I find that a lot of times when people are struggling in one, it just becomes easy to give up on the other two because they hit a position where they're just like, well, you know, I'm having such a hard time. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, just let this all go. Um, But, you know, we do focus on structure, you know, and talk about structure a little bit first. And what we focus on with that is ensuring that your foundation is in place. You know, if someone comes into us and they want to work out, whether it's to lose weight or uh, build muscle. We're not going to immediately throw them into high intensity intervaled movement because we want to ensure they don't get hurt. You know, we're going to really take the time to put them through our assessment and make sure that they're moving properly and, and take them down to that foundational base level so that we can build them up from there. It really doesn't matter who the person is. We start everyone with a very thorough assessment. I guess we call it a fitness assessment, but we really try to identify any muscle imbalances that a person's having, any postural deviations. We teach them how to stretch, teach them how to foam roll. We teach them mobility exercises, ones that are very particular to their imbalances. What do we do this for? Well, because we plan to personal train them and we need to know how we should be personal training them. We don't just have a list of 35 different exercises that everybody gets 
gets ran through uh, burpees and deadlifts and rows and no we we really want to learn your body identify what is it going to take okay right. so you've had this injury you've had that injury you've had that injury right you had a car accident you had this come up okay well what does that mean well that means our foundation gets built on this amount of mobility this amount of flexibility this amount of strength this amount of cardiovascular but we don't just dive into any one particular area uh, we we literally lay that foundation first with that assessment we say for the next week i want you to start doing this exercise this exercise this exercise this is going to make it to where when i see you next time we're going to keep your knee from getting injured your back from getting injured your hip from getting injured you know your feet are not going to well, start hurting you the way i look at what we teach in the assessment is it's almost like your homework and you know if you're anything like me growing up you hate the word homework it's like ah i don't want to do anything in between the tests but the tests aren't what actually makes you smarter you know the homework is mm -hmm. and so the way i like to think about this is this is the stuff you're doing in between the tests and the gym the actual fitness training that allows you to do well on it and when you do well on it that's where you're going to see the growth that's where you're going to see the tissue actually change because of the expansion and contraction the tear down and the recovery that's where you're going to see the weight loss because you're actually able to use the proper amount of muscle engagement to burn the calories but if you're not doing your homework when you show up for the test you can kill it you can put everything you got into it but you're not going to maximize the result that you're getting out of it and it truly is for everybody like i don't care what position or place that you think you're in from a fitness perspective you know it, no matter how trained you are there's always something to learn you know anybody that tells you they've figured it all out well they're done growing they're not going to get any better you know we're still learning this is an ever evolving uh career and what i will tell you is when i met debbie I was unhealthy. You know, I, I obviously had a heart attack and I went to her for nutrition, but I thought I knew how to work out. You know, I had worked with trainers before in the mixed martial arts world. I had worked with multiple bros in the gym who I thought had taught me how to lift appropriately. And I was really strong. I mean, right, Debbie, when you met me, like I really was strong. That's if you still, needed me to right, pick a refrigerator yes. up and put it in the back of a truck, I could do that you for you. That. you. I actually did that yourself. for Debbie as right. a friend. She you had a, it was a full a size fridge freezer and I put it in and out of the truck and she's just like, who does that? Right. But the point is I didn't know how to work out. I was functionally strong, but I was on my way to more injuries than I had already accrued. So when I did the assessment, Debbie was able to break down and show me all of these areas that were lagging that were eventually going to result in my foundation cracking and my entire body falling apart and so build a house you can build a structure without a foundation it, it can be done it can a slab but what happens mm -hmm. you know what happens down the road what happens over time what happens when a storm hits you know if that foundation isn't set you can have the most beautiful looking mansion you see this you see this on the news you see houses that are worth 10 million dollars that are being sold for 200,000 because they're crumbling because the foundation is given right so don't let your body do the same thing right you know and and that's the whole concept is if you can get that built whatever that is you know if you're someone who's in phenomenal shape you might not you might not realize there's a missing component if you're someone who's not in phenomenal shape you might have a lot of components that you need to put in place i've got a client he's about the same build as me a little bit less muscular which is what we're trying to make him be we're trying to add muscle to him both of his um, shoulders are fused he doesn't have rear delts because they had to remove them to fuse his shoulders together and they're pinned the bicep and the labrum are actually fused to his 
was a Croman bone because he has a, uh, a genetic disease where his shoulders would slip out of socket. Okay, like the way he's going to grow his pec is going to be like nobody else. Right. <laughs> you know, right. getting into this man's uh, pecs and getting into this man's side delts and getting into this man's non-existent rear delt to get to his lats, like I have to train him in such a way that I can't even train in. Even with my own injuries where I've been able to work through and figure some things out, we've had to really like take him to a different place. If you were to watch him work out by himself, People would probably be like, that guy's going to hurt himself. He doesn't know what he's doing. But he does know what he's doing because he has to do it so different. His foundation isn't built the same way as mine. And that's what we like to help you do. You know, And it's not just physical. We'll get more into the mental and the spiritual side of things. But you really want to make sure that from a physical perspective, you definitely get your foundation built. And the other day I, I was uh, listening to a conversation and I heard someone say, I just want to bring a different package. You know, I just want to have... I just want to have a different look. They were preparing for something and they said that I just feel like I keep bringing the same package. So from an aesthetic standpoint, one thing I can say is, is if you're not taking the time to do these foundational movements, you will not bring a different package. You will keep continuing to sort of have the same shape, the same look. And I've worked, you know, for over 20 years uh, with folks that truly needed to look different for a magazine cover. Maybe they need to look different for a bodybuilding show. And so we've had to literally hairline, like, like fine tooth comb every living detail of their body to actually start to look different. And if you are not doing these back ground exercises when you go to get into the correct form on exercises you're not going to receive them the way that you should and you will not add depth to the muscle belly because you're just simply not using the muscle to the fullest extent possible. I'll give you an example. If I have forward shoulder posture but I get into a position to do a tricep extension standing facing the cables, if I have forward shoulder posture when I go to do that tricep extension, I'm probably only gonna use my tricep by 50%. So will I fill out that belly of that muscle well? No, I will not because I'm going to use my trap. I'm going to use my front delt. If I go to do a seated row with forward shoulder posture, am I going to keep thickening and building the belly of the muscle of of the lat? No, I'm not. I'm probably only going to spend about 50% of that movement on the lat, actually. I'm going to move up into my trap. I'm going to be forward, so I'm going to end up in my front delt. There's just so many areas that I'm going to be compensating with. When you truly focus on your flexibility, your mobility, you can actually really start to change your structure and ultimately end up changing the the, the, the actual depth that which your muscle is able to grow. Not only that, but you shift your structure and you can actually develop glutes. You can actually no longer look as if you have cellulite on your hamstrings because your glutes lift up instead of pushing into your hamstrings and producing a saddlebag or producing the look of cellulite. This is something that we do. This is what our personal trainers are excellent at. You know, they, they can actually get things like this 
moving, but they will train you first on building this foundation through the fitness assessment that they do. They will tell you exactly where your imbalances are and they'll tell you exactly what it's going to take to try to improve that flexibility and that mobility. For more information on a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, you can take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com or call us at Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems here talking a little bit about foundation. We started off talking about the physical foundation of working out and training. Uh, just before the break, we were talking about a very good example that I like to use. Debbie used it as well of the tricep extension uh, on a cable machine. And this would be an example of something that can be done improperly and obviously recruit a lot more muscle groups than the small minor muscle group of the triceps. And this is one that for me, for for example, I'm a bigger guy. I've, I've been bigger than I am now, and I've got overdeveloped traps. And if I want to, I can put a V-bar on the tricep uh, extension at the top of the cable machine, set it to the entire stack of weight, and I can do it for 20 reps. And um, my triceps will get tired. They will have fatigue. Um, they will feel like they get a pump. They will feel like they're burning. But so will my lats and my traps. And so what you got to ask yourself every time you go to do something is what are you doing it for? You know, and if you're doing it to truly change the tricep, just because you're experiencing soreness or tiredness or pump doesn't mean you're maximizing what you're getting out of that movement. If I hold my hands over my head long enough, my shoulders are going to get tired. Does that mean that my shoulder caps are going to grow from that? Of course it doesn't. It just means that they're tired. I'm using them. So you have to kind of find a way to discern, like, am I actually building here? And I think what we want to get into next is we we're talking about on the break how so many people rely so heavily on the gym. Like, I can't tell you how many people will come in and they will kill themselves in the gym, but they're not willing to change the way they eat. Right. You know, they're not willing to go home and feed themselves something that's healthier or, you know, acknowledge that they need to take something out that's causing them to be inflamed or they're looking to lose weight, but they're literally not willing to give up the things that are putting the weight and the inflammation on them. And so it's tough, you know, because you want to tell someone like, hey, look, you're building a foundation here through your, your food and your, your exercise, but you're literally missing half the component it's like trying to build a foundation out of concrete but you're not using the the rods that go in to set the frame for the concrete that's the food if you're not putting that in your concrete's gonna break guys and another thing to consider is like if you if you're not doing well with your your fitness if you're not getting into the gym if you're not getting the workout you need to or you're hurt that is not the time to not be doing your food either like they don't you, you when one tent post is weakened tighten the other ones down mm -hmm. and and i and debbie was just mentioning that with a client that she had um here recently you know just talking about making sure you get that food in line 
Yeah, you know, a um, couple things I'll say is a, a lot of times someone will put a two hour put two hours into a workout, no problem at all. I mean, they'll get in the gym and they'll just knock it out, and you're and you're walking back and forth to the bathroom thinking, wow, that person's still here. Man, they are doing an awesome job. But then that same person will tell you that they don't have time to prep their food, they don't have time to get to the store, and it's like work out for an hour, work out for thirty <laughs> minutes, and go home and go get, get your, your food. food made. And I bet you will look the way you're actually working yes to look work smarter not working so hard right and the other day uh pastor jeff was was in the gym working out with you and he said uh ernie conwell who was a a rams football player yes he said you know when he was you know working with him you know with with the church uh he said he said that 90 percent of it was his food right and this is a professional football player i mean this is someone that is at the highest peak of athletics don't you think right i mean don't you think his workouts are important right he's was getting slammed around a football field all right. the time. And I'll he's never still f- saying how much more important is it that 90% is. of it was his food. This right. was when he was playing professional football. So what he was saying is, is my speed, my agility, my alertness, my ability to remain strong is tied to my food. Right. It's not tied to hours upon end in the gym. Now, Beating on your craft every day is very important, but your ability to beat on your craft uh, in a in a quality fashion has so much to do with the ingredients, with the fuel, and then also the the quote the devil is in the details. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of times people will say that. I actually believe that the devil is in you when you're not paying attention to the details. Sure. You're opening the door for the enemy to come in and to be attacked when you are not focused on the details. Right. You details matter. How can you truly expect to feel your best if you are not paying attention to the details? What are, what are in the ingredients of what you are eating? Uh, are you taking the time to eat? Are you taking too long a breaks in between your meals? When you eat, is it balanced? Are we, are we building the foundation with your food with the right nutrients? My first suggestion to you is identify on your plate where are my carbs, where are my fats, and where are my proteins? Am I out of ratio? Do I have way too much of one and not enough of another? And when you think about carbs, carbs are not just potatoes and rice and uh, crackers, okay, and bread. Carbs are broccoli, they're cauliflower, they're green beans, they're, they're lettuce, they're cucumbers, and a little sparing amount of fruit, all right? Now, if you want to have starch, if you want to build glycogen, and I would have a small amount of that surrounded by a large amount of those fibrous carbohydrates. And then on top of it, we need to have a quality fat source. Maybe that would be olive oil, avocado oil, avocado, nuts, seeds. There's so many different options of ways that we can get good quality fat in, but all of that is going to build a a framework for blood sugar stability. And then, of course, a quality protein source. Now, I don't want to say it has to be meat or it has to be fish, but that's certainly a a good start. You know, you could use collagen protein. 
you could use vegan protein, but you want to be cautious of using a bunch of carbohydrates as your protein source. Right. Don't pile your plate full of beans and, 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 and quinoa and expect that you're not going to have a big blood sugar pop just because you're trying to get protein from those. Balance. Build the foundation with those nutrients. Make sure that your meals are nutrient dense, but don't just put the emphasis on the physical put the emphasis on your fuel. And I would even venture to say that if you were going to put your focus on one thing first, if you had to take one step first, in my personal opinion, this is just me, I would take the step for the food first because the food is going to reduce inflammation, it's going to control blood sugar, it's gonna stabilize energy and extend it, it's going to allow your hormones to start to be regulated, it's going to allow your mood to be stable. There are so many factors that come into play. Now you're actually ready to work out. Well, now I you mean, actually feel like working out. I, you actually, know? I actually recently just took on a new client and I was explaining to her that I have had physical limitations and issues really for about the last six years from my traumatic brain injuries and I had a period where I was having uh, uh, sleep-wake disturbances to the point that I wasn't sleeping at all so I wasn't recovering. I was having where I would wake up and experience sleep paralysis for multiple hours which is where you're inside your mind and your, your body just physically won't respond. You know I thought this is it I'm going to be in a basically awake awoke coma for the rest of my life and so I went I've gone through a lot of phases of not being able to work out and then I hit a point where I was only doing jiu-jitsu and I was explaining to her she's like wait you don't work out you you look great you look fit you look like an athlete and the thing is it's my food I've controlled my food to keep my body in a place where I physically look like I exercise and that's why we're like we're saying it's it's just so important if you guys have any questions about our nutrition program, we do do a six-month nutrition program with Debbie. You can check us out at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com, or you can give us a call at 636-299-2208. You can also contact that to do our free fitness assessment that we spoke about in the first segment. We'll be right back. back everybody john and debbie morris in studio integrity training systems today talking about foundation we've covered physical we've covered food i want to continue to talk a little bit about the food because it just truly is so important and while we were on break what i was talking to you about debbie was what i find is you know not to <laughs> beat this um uh, comparison to a foundation into the ground here but that's just what we're going to do uh, a lot of people think a foundation just happens you know it's like okay i've got my foundation set now i'm ready to build you know it's like that's not how it works you got the guy that's digging the hole you got the the person that's then pouring the concrete you got the person that's you know planning all of this to happen but they do where, have to where, frame it first where people go wrong is they expect this this moment is going to happen they're going to feel good enough to work out they're going to be motivated enough to change their food. They're going to magically have the time for the exercise and the meal prep. And it's just going to happen on next Monday. And so what happens is 
10 years passes and you've done none of it. You know, and so one of the most common things you hear in our industry is people say, just get started. I mean, even Nike says, just do it, right? And the concept of that seems so simple, but it's actually one of the most difficult steps you're going to take because you have to be willing to start with something. You know, if you're saying that you legitimately don't have time to get to the gym and you legitimately don't have time to meal prep, what's stopping you from avoiding having dessert tonight? when you have dessert every night? What's stopping you from tomorrow just deciding, you know what, I'm not gonna pack as much food in my day. I'm not gonna eat as many things. And I'm gonna be a little more conscious of the fact that that's an empty calorie and I don't really need that bag of Skittles. You know, those are the types of steps that you can start to make. And then if you can't do it on your own, because that's common, it's, it's not easy. We have to wade through it every day, ever evolving, finding information. Hire an architect. That's us. Let us tell you how to build the foundation. And then all you have to do is put the work in. And, and then you're not guessing, like, do I put this here and do I do this? And I'm not going to lose any weight unless I do keto. I mean, it doesn't have to be like that. I mean, there's so many ways to get to a goal that it can actually almost be overwhelming. You know, just allow someone like us or, you know, there's plenty of people out there that can help you to get that in line. But I think what's important is just acknowledging how big of an effect the food has on your ability to do everything else. Everything else. I mean, it really, truly, in my opinion, is your foundation. Now, we do plan to talk about spiritual aspects as well, which I think maybe you could go back and forth with that. But I think we've obviously proven that you need a foundation. We've obviously proven that we could assist you in building that foundation. But I'd like to talk about what what I feel like are the most common cracks yeah. in the foundation. Maybe you do all that you need to do. You know, John's an example of someone who's done all that he needed to do. He's lost 100 pounds. He was a client of mine. I watched him train. I watched him do his food like he should. But, you know, what happens when the foundation gets a crack and you don't feel like doing it and you brought in the wrong foods and there's just all of this temptation that keeps coming your way and you you really don't know how to say no. And now you've gotten so caught up in the temptation, you can't turn it around. You're stuck. Every day you end up having something that you shouldn't have. And now you're starting to feel that firm foundation that you built, the one that produced all of these changes that started to really you know make a difference in your life you're starting to feel it crumble and it might obviously I mean it may even be literally slipping out from underneath you and you just may feel like I have no idea where my footing is I don't know where to stand on what are those reasons you know that we're eating poorly what is honestly at the base of it right and I think to some extent what we have to do is we have to say where did our focus go at one point our focus was was on the building, right? It was on the process of building that foundation. And then all of a sudden, we took our eyes off the prize, okay? And we took our eyes off the goal. We took our eyes off the mission. We took our eyes off the vision that we had for a healthy lifestyle. And we went a different path. And that path might have just been at a birthday party. It might have just been because there was a stressful event. But because we've gotten ourselves so far off the path, we can't figure out how to get back on it. Why 
are we doing it? What is behind it? Let's get back to reminding ourselves of why we did it to begin with. Was it because you had too high a blood sugar? Was it because your blood pressure was too high? Was it because you were tired if you're feeling irritable and tired every day of your life? Was it because you legitimately don't want to feel horrible every day of your life? You don't know what's wrong with you, but you know that you didn't feel that way when you were eating clean. Well, I think the thing with eating clean to me and on this this topic is what's interesting is once that slip up happens, it's it's amazing how many people don't want to blame the food. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's like they're like, man, do you think it's because I, I'm eating clean that this stuff is affecting me so negatively now? And it's like, no, like eating clean didn't make it affect you worse. What happened is you are feeling so well that you're actually acknowledging how bad you feel when you have that. Right. And people, they take a minute and it's like hard for them to acknowledge that. It's like you you remember that you didn't feel well when you came, right? Like the reason you came was because you were not well. You were, you, you were I had a heart attack, right. you know? So it's easy to get feeling so well for so long that when these, these things are happening, you look for somewhere else to put that blame, but it sincerely is these foods, yes. you know? And then like you're saying the why, you know, what what is the reason you're looking for that? If you're someone like me, you know, food addiction is easy. I can deserve food because I've had a great day and I can need food because I've had a bad day, you know? And if you, if you get yourself in that rhythm, you're always having something you shouldn't have. Right. And the thing is, is I can remember my very first house and it was just, you know, it was just the neatest thing to me that I was able to get this house. You know, five, I approved for it and I ended up finding out that we had a crack in our foundation and it shook me because, you know, I mean, it was everything I could do to afford the house, much less now we have to figure out how to fix the foundation. And it right. was scary to me. I'm young. I'm thinking, oh man, what's going to happen now? Are we going to have water all over a basement what, what are we gonna have to deal with well some guy just came in and he just puts put some epoxy stuff on the inside of it and it's You're completely good. fine i never had another problem with it at the end of the day if you're off track if you've made a poor decision even if you've spent weeks off track making poor decisions Years. you have to say i've got to go back to the beginning i design what your vision is and hopefully it is a godly vision design what the mission is and design Design what the path to that needs to be, and then always recenter yourself around that. You know, what is the vision? The vision is me healthy. I see a picture of it. Maybe it's a past picture. Maybe it's truly just a vision in your mind of what you will look like. Maybe it's a dress or a pair of pants or a blazer that you bought that you want to be able to fit into. What's the mission? The mission is every day waking up and actually having a contagious spirit in everything that you do. Not that you're just pressing people with your faith or you're pressing people with being right. healthy, but you're just so happy and so healthy that you, you are contagious. They want to know what's different about you. And even on the bad days, even on the days you don't feel like it, just like Jocko Willink says, do it anyways. Do it anyways, because the goal of good health is one that is never attained. You are fighting for it every single day. It's just a continuous process. In addition to the fact that you have to recognize that 
the mission is never complete. So right. yes, we know what the mission is, but it's never complete, at least not until we end up getting into heaven. And then you tell me, well, but Debbie, you don't understand the temptation. You don't understand what it's like to work at a place when they have all this stuff in the break room. You don't understand what it's like to come home and have a wife that's always wanting to, you know, feed me uh, pizza. And, and, and you don't understand what it's like to have friends that always want to drink beer. First Corinthians 10, 13, they talked about it in church yesterday. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure it yeah. endure hardship as a soldier right that's what the that's what the bible says don't cave don't get don't give in so you were tempted right just like it says that's common to mankind great you've been tempted life goes on get back your focus your godly focus your focus on health and allow god to be faithful in your life allow his mercy and his grace to be present and he will not allow you to continue to be tempted but the question is where's your focus right is your focus back on god is your focus back on health is your focus back on clean eating getting to the grocery store getting it prepared doing your stretches Or is your focus on defeated thinking? I messed up. I'm not on track. I'm not where I need to be. That's what happens is one thing falls out of line. And I said this in the first segment, and then everything else becomes easy to give up on. I'm recovering from a back injury right now. How easy would it be for me to say, well, I can't even exercise right now anyway. I might as well let me myself have some of these foods I want. And something that I struggled with for a very long time early on in my weight, even even when I was like after the first six months of losing, losing weight when I felt like, okay, I'm good now is I'm a candy fiend. I'm an addict for just fake messed up sugar. And, uh, it's funny because like you just read in the Bible verse there, it says that God will give you a way out, you know? And I remember I I can look back praying like, Lord, just help me to not crave candy. It's so bad for me. It makes my mind crazy. It messes with my bipolarism. I have like borderline panic, uh, because of my anxiety. Like, could you just help me through this? And it's funny, like looking back and just acknowledging that God was in the whispers and he's like, don't just don't stop at quick trip. (laughs) You know, like it's that easy. Like that is actually the way out. The way out is to drive right by. I don't have to be there. I don't need gas. I don't need anything else. I'm stopping for the temptation. So the way out is that I'm not being shoved into this place. It's a decision. You get to make that decision. And what you have to do is you have to condition yourself through discipline to have much easier to make decisions. So if you're putting yourself in a position regularly to make a decision on something that you want and you do not need, you're going to fail. It's our sin condition. It's the flesh. You're going to turn to the thing that you want to have. But the reality is if you can discipline yourself to stay away from those things, you stand a higher chance to be successful. And I have one client She's lost an amazing amount of weight. She's lost more weight than she weighs right now. And she had a moment where she actually felt defeated, where she just, you know, her shoulders were slumped. And she's like, 
I'm, I'm a failure. If I have the food in my house, I eat it. Like, why am I not strong enough to not eat it? You know, so I just have to not have it in my house. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're a failure. That's the actual strength. You've acknowledged that it can't be there and you've instilled a discipline to not let it be there so that you can be successful. That is the definition of strength. You've built a discipline to overcome having to make a decision to have something you shouldn't have. And this is where people go wrong. And this is where it does become more difficult if you've got someone at home that's not on the same page. If that's maybe your struggle, if it's there, you're going to eat it. And someone else that you live with has it there. But this is why we do what we do to help you condition, to help you get your mind right, to help you get your spirit right so that your body can be right. Because it really is our trinity, our mind, body, and spirit. And the way you're going to grow as a human being is to always be working on one of them and not let one of them get too far ahead of the other. And that's what we, that's what I want to talk about during the next segment is what is happening that's taking you off of that foundation in terms of mindset what is changing that mindset that has made you get so far off and what is it going to take what do we have to put in place to get you back on it this is what we help you do at integrity with our six-month nutrition program with our personal training program with our online master's program take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com or call us at 636-299-2208 for more information Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris in studio today, Integrity Training Systems. We are talking about foundation. We've spent a lot of time on the mental and physical side. We're going to talk a little bit more about the mental and now getting into the spiritual side of things because it truly is our trinity as human beings. We have to have our mind, body, and spirit strengthened to be able to kind of weather this world. And we were talking about on break, when your mindset isn't right, when you are when you don't have the focus, you, you're going to have issues staying where you need to be. You need to keep your eyes on the prize. You need to keep God at the forefront and remember why you're doing what you're doing. Now, this is something that's commonly confused for motivation. Well, what's your motivation? The problem with motivation is motivation is fleeting. Motivation is great. Okay, motivation is a a great stimulant and a feel good. And I do believe God has designed our minds and our our bodies to enjoy the euphoric sensation of motivation. But I always can I always compare motivation to love. If you love somebody, okay, much like Debbie is head over heels for me and I get it. You know, if you love somebody, love isn't going to actually make your marriage work. Right, Deb? Like, we love each other unconditionally. But there's still going to be spats. There's still going to be moments. And if we're not willing to put in the work, the discipline, the giving to stay into the relationship, the commitment to why we entered into that relationship, it's going to crumble. The love is the motivation. That's the sensation. It's amazing. And you want it there. But you have to keep that kindled. Your motivation to be well is exactly the same. You're going to have it in the beginning. You've you've gotten to a point 
point, you've had a red alert, you've had a heart attack, you just got told you're diabetic, you've got cancer, whatever it may be, you're you're all in. You're motivated because you're ready to get your life back. Well, what happens when you get your life back? Why are you so willing to let it go again? Well, what are you what are you returning to? You have to have the same criteria from a spiritual mindset that you had with the stretching, that you have with the strength training, uh, that you have with the alignment, with the posture, with the mobility. Then you have to have the same as what you're having with getting your food prepped, with, with making sure that your nutrients are balanced. From a mindset perspective, your confidence is something that has to actually get worked at. You're not just born a confident person. Right. And I believe, you know, like when you're running a business, capital equals confidence. You have money in the bank, you're, you're a lot more confident than when you have zero money in the bank. However, one thing I will tell you from running a business is when I've had faith and when I've had no money in the bank, I've actually sometimes been the most confident I've ever been because I knew God was in control. He was going to take us every step that we needed to take and that it had nothing to do with me. It had absolutely nothing to do with how much money I had in the bank because he has all the money that we need and he will provide exactly what we need. So in your circumstance where you are thinking, I just don't feel good enough. I just, uh, I, I, I can never do it. I, I've tried and failed and I've tried and failed. The reality is you've got to keep reconnecting at the spirit, okay? You've got to keep reminding yourself of who is on the throne, who is in control, who is your source in all areas of your life. Where does your focus need to be? Your focus needs to be on him, all right? You're waking up and you're not feeling worthy. You're waking up and you're thinking about going and getting a donut. You're waking up and you're thinking about going and and, and, and drinking something that you shouldn't. Your first or, thought. or on the way home, you're thinking about hitting quick trip or you're thinking about hitting one of these places that you shouldn't or at a party you're just going to throw it all away everything you've worked for with the healthy lifestyle and you're just going to go ahead and hit the t the food table and the drink table where's your focus what are you doing this for what is the mission what's the vision what has god set set apart set you apart for what are you waking up telling yourself get in the bible get into some scripture listen to it have it on in the background have a sermon. We just went to church yesterday and I listened to the exact same sermon that Pastor Jeff Perry preached again this morning because I needed the fuel. I needed to be reminded of what am I doing? And then I took that data and I shared it with my staff because I want them to be fueled by it and fed by it. You have to feed your spirit every single day. Well, it's the same thing. It's the same level of importance as the other where, areas. That's where people struggle. And another thing that people do is especially in the world of the the spirit with the mind body spirit components is they turn to the spirit when there's a problem right you know like it's just like waiting to do cardio until you have a heart attack it's just like waiting to change your food until you have diabetes you know don't don't start reading your bible don't start 
trying to grow your spirit when the world is cataclysmically falling apart around you. Like at that at that point, it's going to be pretty hard to even grow your spirit. It'd be no different than having a back injury and saying, okay, right now with my spine hurt, now I'm going to go do squats. Well, good luck. Like you're going to have trouble even being able to do the most basic of movements because you've let it fall down around you. And if you're waking up in the morning and conditioning yourself towards these things that don't actually work towards the goal, towards the prize, towards the health and the wellness... If you're, if you're watching videos or you're hopping on TikTok or whatever, the second your alarm goes off first thing in the morning and that's what you're feeding yourself with, that's going to be part of the result of your day. It's no different than opening up your morning with something that you shouldn't even be eating. That's going to be part of the product of what you get for the day. You want to feed yourself quality mind, body, and spirit in the morning to set the precedence for the rest of your day. And it's not always going to be what you want to do, but that's That's how you train. That's how you change. That's how you create the wellness you're looking for that you've been spinning your wheels, running in the hamster cycle of not being able to figure out. If you're not willing to change those things, you're never going to get out. You're going to stay in that perpetual state of just being unwell and being unhappy and being unhealthy. And it's sad because there is a life out there for you and there's a mission for you. And if you find yourself going to these parties or these get togethers or these gatherings and you're failing, maybe Maybe you need to take some time to not do that. I'm not saying that that's never going to come back around for you, but maybe this isn't the right season for you to be there. You know, I had one client one time and they said it kind of half jokingly, but it resounded with me. They said, well, you know, Jesus went into bars. And because they were struggling with going into bars and they would have a couple of drinks. And I'm like, yeah, but you know the difference between you and Jesus is, is Jesus knew what his mission was. So Jesus wasn't drinking alcohol and getting off mission because all of a sudden the alcohol and the food and the friendship with these random people and all of this started to outweigh his mission. He knew his mission. So when he would go into these places to turn people's lives around and heal people and help people, he never lost sight of the mission. If you're capable and you're strong enough mentally, physically, and spiritually to be in these conditions and be in these places and not lose sight of your mission, I'm going to tell you one thing, you're stronger than me. If you're doing that 24-7, good on you, but don't don't challenge yourself on that. Set yourself up for success. Do the things that disciplinarily need to be done to not be making decisions that are going to be the downfall for your life. You know, that is an example of what you are basically taking in. But you also have to be focused on what you are putting out. What right. are you speaking out loud? Yes. What text message are you about to send to someone? I'm so tired today. Right. I'm so tired of our boss always asking this of us. I'm so tired of her always looking at me like that. What are you speaking out loud? Yesterday in church, she said, don't get involved in other people's offenses. Avoid other people's offenses. Don't speak out. I know you say it's just venting. I know you think, well, I got to be able to vent sometimes. Nobody really benefits from it other than you. And what I would do is I would just get on your knees and I would just dump all of that. I would just unload all of that on the Lord and after you speak it out loud, you're probably going to realize you're probably putting more emphasis on it than you should. Because at the end of the day, 
you're redeemed okay you are you're saved by grace you have a great day ahead of you but if you keep speaking that you don't you will never truly receive the blessing another thing that i took from the message yesterday was that complainers vent because they need others to stand in agreement with them to justify their position in the complaint so I said that based off of what Pastor Jeff said, and basically what I'm trying to tell you is if someone is complaining, it's because they have a side of a story that they don't like, that they don't agree with. And when you take that on for them, you're of course going to agree with them because they're telling you because they trust you. Therefore, you guys have a great relationship, so you're going to stand in their offense with them. What that does is that puts an unnecessary amount of stress on you, which isn't healthy or well, but you're actually reaffirming something for them. Them, that is only their truth because of their perception. So you're going to allow that potential lie or non-real situation to become the reality. It benefits no one. It's part of the crack. It can always, always stimulate the crack and the foundation. Be cautious of what you speak. Be cautious of what you're thinking. Realign your focus. Get it on the Lord. Get it. Get your mind right. Let us help you at Integrity. Take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or give us a call at 636-299-2208. Thank you so much for listening and God bless. Hi, my name is Debbie. I'm a mom, nutrition coach, and my husband and I own a gym. I'm also a baker. I bake healthy cookies, brownies, and muffins that are high in protein and low in sugar. And yes, they are gluten-free and dairy-free. Our daughter, Sophie, is our greatest inspiration, so we decided to name all of our baked goods after her. The idea for Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins came out of a real need to provide our daughter with a healthy snack. These healthy snacks make her more alert, balanced, and overall more joyful. We know that our baked goods are a better way to snack, and we want everyone to experience it. If you like snacking, then you will love our baked goods. Sophie's cookies, brownies, and muffins are for all ages. We don't want anyone to miss out on the benefits of our delicious and nutritious snacks. These are going fast. Order your very own Sophie's cookies, muffins, and brownies today. 636-299-2208.